0: Okay, so you see four glasses in front of you. Does that have you curious? I do. I wonder if you can, like, concentrate this one more than that one. That's exactly what we're doing. Boom.
1: Boom. So today on this episode of Whiskey Noobs, as always, I'm your host, Chris. And today, if you can recognize by his voice, we have Justin on the show again. Hello, I'm back. He is back. And what we were just talking about are the glasses sitting in front of us. We are going to be doing, if you saw the title of the episode, you already know this, Glen Cairns versus lowball glasses, or more generally speaking, just a, a tulip-shaped glass like this, made for tasting and smelling, versus just a lowball rocks glass that has no shape to it, just rectangular, like a cylinder. What's your initial thoughts? I'm a little bit biased because I've kind of done this before, yeah. um, like not not as concentrated as we're about to be on it, but mm-hmm. I have definitely tried them both,
0: and I see a
1: pretty. Pretty big difference. But that's what I was thinking. Like, yeah,
0: it's kind of. It looks almost obvious. Yeah, but let's see.
1: And the biggest difference that I remember. So let's see if this holds up because this is what I remember. I remember thinking, oh, it'll affect the nose but not the taste. But you don't realize how much you smell while you're taking the sip. Right. Like so much of it when you're taking that initial sip is the smell of it. Uh And so I remember thinking, oh, it even doesn't taste as good just because I'm not smelling it as I'm drinking it, if that makes sense.
0: Look at these fancy Glen Cairns. Yeah. Jeez, moving so this, up in the world.
1: This is the first episode, I think, with these ones. Yeah, so we're using the uh, customized Whiskey Noobs Glen Cairns. Got
0: the logo on there. I bet that makes it taste different.
1: Oh, for sure. That adds <laughs> like 20 horsepower, man. Yeah. yeah.
0: Have yeah. you had your uh, whiskey yet? The one that they got you? Which one? Or was it just the bottle?
1: This one. Oh, no, no, no. That was a, a whiskey as well. Yeah, I did. Yeah? I did a review of that. Uh, so Justin's talking about the whiskey that I got from. Social Wine and Spirits and Liberty Call Distilling. I can't believe I remembered that. Uh, Yeah, and they sent me out a a customized bottle with a small batch bourbon in it. It was really good. That's sweet. Yeah. I did a review of that on the TikTok. You can find that uh, at Whiskey Noobs Podcast. So- As mentioned, we're going to figure out if tulip-shaped glasses make a difference. I just told you my previous experience with it, and I'm a little bit biased because of that, but we're just going to kind of see what happens and hope for the best.
0: See, I'm biased in the way of, I've had the short one with ice, but I feel like it's watered down, so then I was like obvious, like, oh, wow, it's not as strong as something that's a Glencairn. So that's where I'm kind of like the bias from, but I don't think I've ever had it neat out of a short one.
1: Okay, so that'll yeah. be So that'll be for the, sure. the trick, yeah. Yep. And so then the other fun part about this is today we are drinking. Now, people who listen to the podcast know I'm historically horrendous at pronouncing Scotch names. Okay. Actually, before I say it, how do you think it's pronounced? Aberlour. Lauer. Close. Um, so... I've seen it pronounced two different ways. I actually looked up a bunch of reviews of it just to try to learn how they were pronouncing it. And I've seen it Aberlauer or Aberlower. I like Lauer. Sour. I like Lauer because it's spelled Makes Exactly. Sense. It's spelled like Sour. Yeah. So I'm gonna say Aberlauer, and maybe that's wrong, or like Aberlauer. Like it, they can just kind of run through it quick. So I'm gonna say Aberlour. Whatever. That's what it English looks like to was me.
0: Not my specialty in high school. Exactly. You we can are say both engineers. We are not good <laughs> at
1: reading and spelling. Nope. So more of a numbers guy. So, but the exciting part about this is, do you remember the last episode was the Texas single malt? This is a real single malt. The last episode you were on, yeah. we yep. did that Texas single malt. This is, I don't want to say a real single malt. That's a real single malt. This is a single malt scotch. So, same idea, it's all just made from barley. It's just malted barley.
0: But what's the difference between the two?
1: Two different brands. Oh, it's just a brand, scotch and whiskey. So that's, yeah, that's a Texas distillery. But single malt scotch is, well. the reason I say real is because that basically originated in Scotland or Ireland. It's a little bit debated, Mm -hmm. but that's most of single malts. When you hear single malt, most people think scotch. Or sometimes Japanese, because Japanese make their whiskey in a similar process. But...
0: When That's can we exciting. start smoking cigars in here?
1: Uh, probably never. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about that. The
0: wife would not be happy, but let's take it outside.
1: I know. I I was trying to come up with a way to smoke cigars on the podcast. My biggest worry, though, is that the mics are going to then smell... Uh-huh. very strongly like cigars. Yeah. <laughs> so I might have to get a um, pop filter, this little foam yep. piece on there, get one just for smoking cigars and then take it off and replace it.
0: At the bar they do karaoke but they put a face mask around them. Oh! Yeah.
1: Like, like, a, like what you would wear a face mask. Yeah. Oh my gosh, around it's the like thing. It's like this does a lot. Yeah.
0: No kidding. Might
1: get uh, a little bit of the breath stench off of there. Alright, so... This is the first time opening this bottle, so I haven't mentioned that yet. I've never had this before. I've heard some great things. I actually even had a couple people on our email list email me to tell me that they love Aberlauer um, when I sent out the email list saying we were going to be drinking it. This was also a listener request a pretty long time ago, and we're just now getting around to it because of dry January. So, I'm pretty excited to try it. So, Aberlour 12-year, this is a Speyside Scotch, so Speyside's a region in Scotland, for those of you who don't know, and this is Speyside uh, Monkey Shoulder, which we've had on the show, and also Glenfiddich are both Speyside Scotches, um, so these should be somewhat similar, but these are double cask finished, they're finished in traditional oak casks, and then also sherry, uh, I think they call them butts actually, which makes it different, or no, they are double casks, so um, casks, butts, barrels different versions of the same exact thing but these are finished in oak and then sherry casks it is aged for 12 years and i actually didn't type out the percentage of alcohol on it so let's find that 40 percent alcohol by volume so the lowest percentage that you can be and still be a scotch so i'm going to give us little drinks of it because we have to drink two glasses not a big fan of the giant lip on the bottle it makes it a little bit difficult to pour Maybe I'm just not committing to the poor enough.
0: But you committed on mine.
1: Yeah, I gave you a little bit more cuz <laughs> I'm like, okay, we're going to get half a sip out of each one. That's there we true. go. All right. There it is. So, yeah, that was the that was the bio about Aberlour once again. It's a 12-year and it's from the Speyside region of Scotland. So I'm interested to try this. Let's start with the low ball. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, because if this is super yeah. pungent, then the low ball's gonna smell like nothing. So let's yep. start with the with the rock's glass. So huge nose, but I'll let you take it away. Already.
0: You think it's a huge nose?
1: I do. Well I don't want, I can't compare it to the Glencairn yet, but I just know okay. very strong. I can smell it yeah. a lot. I
0: didn't think it was huge or potent at all.
1: Really? Really? Now, I could have spilled a little bit on my hands.
0: So, super weird smell, like an apple cider vinegar. Oh. You smell that?
1: I do. I get yeah. what you're saying. I get what you're saying. A little bit appley. It's definitely fruity, which I'm guessing is from the sherry casks. Definitely uh-huh. a fruity smell. All right, let's take a sip. Fruity, without a doubt. Definitely. Oh, man. Way fruity than the Balcones. Yeah. Yeah, it still has that has that little bit of grainy earthiness that the Balconus had. Remember, we were joking about like standing in a field while you're
0: Uh, harvesting. Yeah, yeah.
1: it still has a little bit of that, but right up front's the fruitiness.
0: Like even when you smell it, you can just smell before it even touches your tongue. Yeah, this
1: reminds me, they're both space side scotches of monkey shoulder, with a little bit of like like orangey, orangey flavor.
0: ever since i had monkey shoulder yeah that's true it's been a while
1: but think of think of oranges or like orange peel when as soon as you said
0: orange in. like at the very end i was like okay a little bit of orange yes because as it was sitting in my mouth though it almost t- tastes like like a popcorn i was like oh. what in the world all right i'm gonna try that now you just gotta let it sit for a while
1: i could see it a little bit as like the graininess like the earthy yeah, graininess that's what it is the yeah definitely um go citrus ahead citrus
0: for sure yes yeah like, as you said that, like every sip I take after that, it's like, boom, there it is. Definitely. It's like one of those things you get in your head and you just can't get it, get rid of it. I know.
1: And that's the best part of doing guest episodes is I always yeah. feel like we feed off of each
0: other. Like, uh-huh. it's like,
1: oh, I think I smell this. And it's like, oh, definitely. And then, yeah. you know, that helps. Like you tricked me. Tastings are way more fun with friends. I can say that much for sure. Now, I will say something that I'm a little bit unimpressed with, but I want to I preface this with I haven't eaten dinner yet. Neither of us have eaten dinner yet. But I'm a little bit unimpressed with the finish. It It is drying my tongue out a little bit. Is it drying your
0: tongue out yeah. a little bit? It doesn't linger for long. Yeah. It's kind of bland. Yeah. I don't think it's the strongest ever. I don't know if it's because like a, the scotch is different than like a bourbon that hangs around a little bit more. Yeah. But, yeah. Well,
1: and I definitely would say it doesn't have the body that the Balconus no. had. No. But the Balconus no. was way stronger. I don't remember how much hundred and six proof. Okay, that so, makes a difference. Yeah, that <laughs> makes a pretty huge difference. But I did picture this being smoother. You got to figure this is a twelve year. For those of you who've been listening for a while, we did the Glenfiddich twelve year, and it was all. It's also a space side, and it was a little mm. bit smoother. This I think definitely has more of a fruitiness to it, though.
0: It's not as bold, and that's like when we hop over to the Glencairn. If it makes a difference, I'm gonna be like, "Wow, that's what I'm hoping for. That would be awesome." So Completely. let's let's do that now and try it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> the, the look you gave me across the table, I was like, he definitely knows exactly what's going to come out of my mouth. Concentrated, right to your nose. Way more. Yeah.
1: Like I was impressed by the nose in the rocks glass. But it's the-
0: hard to pull anything out of that just because it was a little faint. Yeah. This it's like punches you. Yeah. You don't even have to search for it in the no. Glen
1: Cairn. I have a thought of a, of a note that I did not get in the rocks class, but I want to hear your opinion Toffee, first. huge. I was going to go with, like, caramel. Yeah. Same caramel, difference, caramel toffee. Basically. Yeah. Exactly. Definitely. With the fruitiness, though, that's still there, I would say. The
0: fruitiness went away a little bit for me. Yeah. But I definitely wasn't smelling that at all. Yeah, it's caramel toffee all the way.
1: Way more of a bakery. I still would mm-hmm. say I, I, I do still smell the fruitiness there, but definitely more of a, a different type of sugar that we didn't have in the lowball.
0: So I'm super happy. I went to Texas recently, and I got that Texas Toasted. Yes, that whiskey there. I was like, I want to try that, and it came out in a Glen Carrot. And after even just smelling this one, I haven't even tasted the Glen Cairn. I'm like, so glad it didn't come in a lowball. Yeah, know what I mean? that oh would yeah, make a huge difference. It does. It, like if you're spending money
1: on whiskey at a bar, you want to make sure it's coming at least in a, a snifter glass, like which is what they uh, do wine tastings yeah. in. At least something that has that shape this is a tulip shape that's a little bit different but uh where the rim comes up uh-huh. and it concentrates it around your nose
0: this was like a 16 18 dollar glen Caron drink okay and like my a couple guys i went with they got just a tx whiskey oh okay and it came in the shorter glass oh really yeah so maybe that they have like a shelf
1: limit where they start putting in glen cairns they must but yeah it was
0: funny because the one guy i go he goes hey it's gonna taste like vanilla the one guy drinks, he's not a whiskey drinker at all. He goes, it tastes like burn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he goes, you don't taste no vanilla at all? He's like, no, not even a little bit.
1: Dude, I still have people who comment on the TikTok, and I don't mean any like anything mean by this, but they'll comment aggressively like, I know you're lying. I know you don't like the way this tastes. Like, yeah. serious. Like, not joking. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I promise
0: you, I like the way it tastes. Uh-huh. Like, No one's going to go out there and spend $50 on a bottle just to look cool.
1: Exactly. Like, I... I don't know how many dollars are hanging on my wall right now, <laughs> I certainly would not spend that if I didn't like it, no, and I don't even think like and I don't even think in real life it makes you cooler. I think anybody could do it if they tried to acquire the taste. Oh, yeah, it's not like I'm this big tough guy,, uh-huh. I mean, look at the shape of a glass <laughs> exactly. all right, we have yet taken an actual sip from it, That's so true. I'm excited to see what happens.
0: All right, what are your thoughts? I don't want to give anything away. I don't know. I think I. All right. So the smell was a little bit stronger going into it. So when it first hit my tongue, I wasn't like surprised by the whiskey itself or the scotch. Right. But like as I drank it, you could taste a little bit more. I don't think the flavors really went anywhere.
1: Yeah. I agree completely. Yeah. I think. That was a good point you just made that I wasn't even going to bring up is you're not as shocked by the taste of it. No. Because you're already smelling it so strongly. Yep. But for sure, once it's in your mouth and you lower the glass, same exact experience. Uh-huh. Now, what's going to be interesting is as we continue to do this, because next we're going to do um, like the flavor notes that they say you should get, that the company says you should get. Yeah. Yeah. But then we'll come back to it, and what's going to be interesting is, do they taste the same 20 to 30 minutes later? Because another aspect of the Glencairn is you have less surface area up here, and so it's technically getting less like airflow and ideally evaporating less. Mm -hmm. So this might start to get a different taste to it. We'll see. I don't know. But it might because it's evaporating more. Yeah, I believe that 110%. So we'll see. I mean, I don't know if 20 minutes is a long enough time, but mm-hmm. who takes more than 20 minutes to drink a glass of whiskey? <laughs> so, if it's not enough time then. Now, do you feel like
0: it's the same flavor notes probably? Yes and no. Okay. I feel heard. like just when it when you taste them. Glen Cairn takes a little bit short glass right off the bat.
1: Okay. Right, cuz the Glen Cairn you're kind of already you're not shocking your palate at all. You're already kind of smelling it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, like, you can definitely smell so much better at Glencairn. Oh, If, like, gosh. smelling whiskey is your thing. Right. Which, this is clearly so
1: much better. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's like, like, I can't even stress enough. It's, like, noticeable. Yeah. Like, let's do it side by side here. When you go over to the low ball, it literally is like you can't smell it.
0: Without a doubt. De- you got to, like, bury your head in this glass.
1: Yeah. Definitely. Although what I will say is in the low ball, it's like you're not picking up any of the complexities on the low ball, but you're getting like one base flavor quite a bit. Yes. It's very weird. I prefer the Glencairn without a doubt. I mean, if, if you're trying to pick out the nose of a whiskey, like, and get the actual
0: notes out of it, you got to do a Glencairn, I feel like. What about like a mixed drink? I mean, you do your old fashions. You're not taking those in a Glencairn. No, no, I don't put... Anything
1: that has any amount of ice. I don't put anything other than just whiskey in it. Okay. Vineyard. Yeah. Um, I've seen people put ice in them on TikTok. I don't do that. <laughs> That'd be weird. Yeah. But, um, but no, I, anything else goes right into a, a rocks glass, especially old fashions, because you're not nosing an old fashioned. And you have right. those, um, uh, aromatic bitters on there whether they're it doesn't matter what flavor of bitters they are but bitters are meant to be aromatic they're meant to be smelled and so they they amp it up quite a bit and you don't really need a Glencairn to smell that all right so let's go through their their review of it from Aberlauer <laughs> you still smelling the difference yeah so let's let's see what Aberlauer says we're supposed to smell and taste here so the nose it says soft and rounded Wow. This is this mm-hmm. is pretty good.
0: I'm like a hound dog.
1: You are like a hound dog because yeah. I said citrus, but you said Apples. apple. Soft and rounded with fruity notes of red apple. What is red apple? Wh- what it's like you- Jeopardy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you're locking <laughs> in your answer. <laughs> what is red apple? Yeah. Dude, you got, you're natural. You uh-huh. got a natural sniffer on you. Yeah. Palate, it says a fine sherried character, fruity aromas balanced with rich chocolate. Instead of we said toffee and caramel. Yeah. I'd be interested to try it and get chocolate. I'm gonna be a little skeptical because it's
0: really rare that I get chocolate from a drink. Really rare. Because maybe dark chocolate just because of the bitterness of it. Right. But never like a super sweet like it always goes to, it's like dark chocolate, caramel. There's no in between when it's coming to whiskey. <laughs>
1: True. Yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna when we take our next sip, I'm gonna try to get some chocolate, but I don't know about that. Uh, and then the finish, all it says is warm and lingering, sweet and spicy. That's something we didn't mention with spiciness. The spice? I did not think it was
0: spicy at all. Really? Because I was gonna say I don't, I don't taste the spice at all.
1: Yeah, I'd have to try it again. Honestly, I do Definitely nothing like cinnamon. No. But I'm wondering because a lot of times from scotches, I'll get like a little bit of clove almost like a, a bitterness that I would yeah. attribute to like clove. So I'm going to try that. But So let's, let's try this again here, and let's go for chocolate on the palate and spicy on the finish. Let's see if we can see them or not.
0: All right. Got a weird hint of cinnamon. Did you? Like it wasn't much at all. Like it was just I thought cinnamon. I'm like, I should be tasting cinnamon right now. Right. I was like, okay, there it is a little bit but I'm still not getting spice. Yeah, I I agree. I don't taste the
1: chocolate. The fruitiness and then what I would say is like earthiness, not like chocolate, but just like like the grainy malt flavor that you get from from a a single malt. Uh, And then spiciness, I would say is clove, which I think we discussed last time. You don't really know what clove tastes like because Uh you haven't (laughs) had a filling ever, and my filling always tasted like clove. I was going to say that way earlier not like on the finish, like lingering afterward, but like right before you swallow. Uh-huh. I was going to
0: say like a dark fruit, like a cherry. Cherry, just because I was thinking like a, like a little fireball. Okay. Like the ones you put in your mouth? Is that a fireball? Oh, I don't know what they're called. The candy? Yeah. Yeah. Are those cherry flavored? No, I they're cinnamon, no but like I just see red ball and I'm thinking, oh, cherry. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So every time I have one, I'm like, these are cherry flavored cinnamon. That's actually a thing, you know, if you, uh, there was a experiment they the did Skittles. where they- yeah,
1: yeah. I would, do. They do the same thing with Skittles. Yeah, I've seen where they do it with uh, like strawberry Jello, but they make it yellow, and uh-huh. they ask people what flavor is this, and they say lemon most of the time. They say lemon or banana.
0: Cause supposedly, I might be wrong and heard this from someone who's a liar, <laughs> but I guess the inside of the Skittle is all the same. It's just like the outer side. No way. Yeah, it's bull.
1: If that's true, that's be- gotta be bull. <laughs> bull it has to be. It has to be.
0: Because I look at the orange one, I'm like, that's orange. Yeah. But like the,
1: I feel like those taste pretty different. I'm gonna try that. Someone now. lied to me. We gotta do a blind Skittle tasting. If I could
0: go back in time, slap them. Yep. Yep. Just shut up.
1: Like, you lied to me. It's one of those things. Like some, I've had that happen on the podcast multiple times. Where I'm like, I say it out loud, and I'm like, that might have been a lie. <laughs> they <laughs> might have It's Billable on the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, so it does. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we have been sitting here for 25 minutes. So I'm interested to see do these taste differently. So I'm gonna take a sip from the Glen Cairn and immediately go over to the, to the low ball without saying anything, just to see if they taste the same still or
0: not. Twenty five minutes. Like that's it. I yeah. feel like I don't know. I'd be biased just because I heard that it's a fact. So I wanna believe it's true. I mean, what's your thoughts?
1: I think they taste the same. <laughs> I think they tastes the same.
0: I was like, "Don't you lie to me." So
1: the first like sip, I was like, "These taste way different." Because I did Glen Cairn and then lowball, yeah. and then I was like, "Wait, it's just that there's still some in my mouth, so it doesn't taste." So I took a second and I did lowball Glen Cairn, same effect. So I think they taste the same. All right, let me. I don't think it evaporated very much. Maybe if we let it sit for like a while, but you're not supposed to let whiskey set that long,
0: anyways. No, no, agreed. All right, would you like better? Low ball first and then Glencairn or Glencairn and then lowball.
1: Ooh, interesting. Probably low ball then Glencairn because you taste the low ball, but then you still get the good smell of the Glencairn afterward.
0: So it like continues. It builds off of each other. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking.
1: Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like the other way around, it just is downhill. It's uh-huh. like smells amazing, drink it, okay, now you got it in your mouth, and then it's like you're just drinking spicy water Cause It smells that.
0: amazing, but it's not what you smell, and then it gets better. But this, you already have that taste a little bit, and it just builds off of that.
1: Yep, exactly, exactly. Now, overall, what are your thoughts of the whiskey, of the scotch that we're drinking here?
0: Honest opinion? Honest opinion. I I wasn't impressed. I thought it was a little bland. I didn't think it was that bold. You, I think it needed a little more, like, heart to it.
1: Yes. You historically being on here like the punchier stuff like the yeah. texas single malt had way more earth behind it's it it's like oh hey. here it is yep yeah. um what is it jameson lighter less flavor a little bit more bland you were not mm-hmm. a fan we did our finding the palate episode i kind of saw that coming what i will say is i like this I, I thought it was really good i don't know if I like it for the price that it is. This is like $60 near us. Maybe it was $55. I don't remember. Oh, geez. Yeah. And I'm just comparing right now to Glenfiddich in my brain, the Glenfiddich 12-year, which is $45, like a $10, $15 difference. And I don't think it's $10 or $15 better. Now, here's what I will say. I've had a couple people recommend Aberlauer's more expensive stuff mm-hmm. beyond this. This is like their base. This is just their like entry-level bottle. So maybe you got to get into the higher dollar stuff from this distillery. And then the last thing that I'll definitely say is I haven't eaten dinner yet. And also we both ate protein cookie dough earlier, <laughs> which was very, very sweet. It yeah. could have killed the sweet on our palate a little bit. But that was a good bit earlier. That was probably like an hour that ago. That was an hour ago, yeah. Yeah. So I, it's really hard to tell. It's really hard to tell, but I am not feeling like this is a $60 whiskey right now, if I'm being no. totally honest.
0: If I wanted to drink it in quantity, I think just because it wasn't that bold. like If I drink it, I'm like, oh, it doesn't taste like much when it first touches my tongue. And then a little bit at the end, it's like, oh, there. And it, it doesn't even that linger that long. Right. I agree. I think the nose
1: hypes you up for this, like...
0: Killer whiskey. It's got an
1: excellent nose.
0: This is a whiskey you can get drunk off of. <laughs> yeah. Because you lose the taste and it's like, I want to taste it again. It doesn't. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. And it doesn't taste a whole lot while it's sitting
0: in your mouth. Like it's not. Can't pronounce a bottle.
1: <laughs> why, Come on. Why
0: would I want to drink it? Give me an easier name next time. It's like, time. what are you drinking? That, that, no. Here's what
1: we're going to do. You still got some in your rocks glass? You can dump the rest in your rocks glass. Just ruined all the concentration. Do a. This is a little bit biased because uh, these previously had Aberlau in them. But let's get them as dry as we can here. Grab that Glenfiddich 12 up there. That'll tell me if it's my palate that's the problem or if it's... Yeah. This just truly isn't that great of a whiskey.
0: Give me a splash. Just a
1: splash. Heavy splash. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't see it. All I could see was the top of it. All right. So if this is a more enjoyable experience, then this is not worth the money, I think. We'll see what happens.
0: So what I'm smelling is like more of a mash. Okay. When you say mash, I guess elaborate on that. I don't know if I'm right, but like moonshine mash, I mean, you put oh. it, you let it ferment a little bit. Okay. But this isn't made out of corn, is it? No, no corn. This is also a single malt. Yeah, you can cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could say that it
1: reminds you of a bourbon. That's nothing wrong with that. What smells different than the apple hour?
0: The sweet. So oh. it's not as sweet. I don't think, in my opinion. Okay. And that's just off the smell.
1: Yeah. Way less fruity. I think it has about the same amount of the like caramelly toffiness, but like almost no fruit compared to it. Or like honey. It reminds me of honey. It does remind you of honey. Yeah. Let's take a sip. Okay. It's also a little bit bland. Yeah. Better finish. I think
0: smoother finish.
1: Yeah. doesn't dry your tongue out like that. No, but the Aberlour has more flavor.
0: Yeah. And I'm very surprised because I just dogged that thing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. And I, I like, love Glenn Fittick. Yeah. So I think it might be
1: that protein cookie dough that we ate earlier. If <laughs> I'm being totally honest. So here's what I'll say. Glenn Fittick is my favorite. Glenn Fittick 12 is my favorite for the price scotch right now. And this Aberlour definitely does taste better. Definitely does. Me. Yeah, I'll give it to him. Without a doubt, it's got way more flavor. Yeah. <laughs> so yep. I th- I think my palate is just a little bit sweeted out from that protein cookie dough that we were eating earlier, if I'm being totally honest. I don't think it's your palate. There's no way. I think so, because the last time I had Glenfiddich, I was like, this is the stuff, dude. I was like, this is awesome. And now I don't even like it as much as I like the Aberlour. The Aberlour – it's it's
0: better. It's better. Yeah. It's not my type.
1: Oh yeah, take a sip of that from the Glencairn, and then take a sip of the Aberlour.
0: Way more body. Way more body. Yeah. The fruit in that helps. Completely different. Yeah. It adds
1: a a whole other level of complexity that you yeah. don't have in the Glenfiddich. So. I will retract my previous statement that I did not think this was worth the money. I think it's either my palate condition today or just my mood. Maybe I'm in more of a bourbon mood, but this is better than Glenfiddich 12.
0: If scotch whiskey is your thing, it's definitely better, way better. I don't I just don't know if it's my thing.
1: I know for sure it's not your thing. <laughs> You're a bourbon guy through and through. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 paler Lighter sweetness that you get from a malt definitely is just something that you tradition like, not traditionally. What I want to say historically have just not uh-huh. been a fan of. Every time I've drank with you, so for a scotch, this is killer. It, yeah, I'm retracting it's killer. anything bad that I said about it.
0: <laughs> I'm not retracting it. I think it's it's a good tasting scotch. Yeah, but I don't know if it's a bold scotch i don't know how bold scotch can get well i think
1: it's not as bold as the Balcones because that's 106 proof so I, I agree it doesn't have the body that the balconus had correct but if you think about the glenfiddich it's way bolder
0: than that yeah it is so it definitely is so i think it's a good in between i mean what's what's your balconus what price wise
1: uh that's 65 i think and More this expensive. is this it's is a, 60 or 55 I don't remember okay yeah so that that adds up spend the extra five bucks and get the In my opinion yeah see I would go the other way because I it, this is a total matter of opinion but the balconus to me is almost too, too much, much of that earthy body that it has
0: and that's what I kind of go back to this you can drink yeah like you're gonna take a lot of sips of this the balconas, you're gonna you're gonna sit there and You're going to savor it a little bit.
1: Right. Although, if you're having a cigar or a steak, the balconus is going to hold its own. This is going to get rolled over by whatever, unless it's a light cigar. Yeah. So, that's a good point.
0: This for steak, that for cigars.
1: Yes. Aberlour, steak drink. Yep. Balconus cigar drink. Yep. Because it's going to hold its own with it. Uh Which, most of the time, you do want something with more body, more strength. Overall, though, I'm very glad I tried... I almost didn't say anything about the Glenfiddich. I'm glad we tried it. I'm glad we tried it, because I, I I kind of felt bad. Yeah, me too. I was like, <laughs> man, I thought this was going to be way better. Yeah. So, objectively, this is definitely better than the Glenfiddich. Glenfiddich might have a better finish, mm-hmm. for sure. Less, less harsh. But... Um, Overall, I'm glad we tried it because this is just a testament to how much your palate can change.
0: Yeah, and I mean a lot of people have opinions on bourbon, scotches, whiskeys, and all that stuff. I talked to a guy here last weekend, and he was like super serious about it. Like which one? He wasn't like about the Angels MVs and all those super expensive ones. He's like, this is good modern, like average class bourbon. Really? Yeah, he was all about that, and that's like I like talking to those types of people.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I like the high dollar stuff for like special occasions and stuff. But I actually just did a TikTok series where everything was it was uh, mostly bourbons, but everything was under thirty dollars. Yeah. And there are some excellent bourbons for under thirty dollars. Mm-hmm. So actually, I'll be doing an episode about that here soon. I was gonna
0: say, did you finish up with that?
1: No, I didn't. It's still no, going on. Still We're, going. Uh, we just did, uh, I just did my 14th last night, 14th oh. matchup versus Buffalo Trace. So it's still going on, and I'm going to do a wrap up episode here soon with not a wrap up of all the Buffalo Trace ones, but like a March Madness
0: bracket. You need to blindfold yourself, take all the 14. Take 14 sips. I mean, they'd probably blend together. Yeah. (laughs) You'd lose a bunch of stuff, but that'd be cool. I'm going to
1: do the best eight of them. I'm going to do a March Madness bracket with blind tasting side by side. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. I actually just ordered blacked out Glen Cairns for it. So that should be pretty awesome. So wrapping up your thoughts about... Karen versus rocks glass, and then Aberlour, since we crapped on it and then immediately realized it was actually <laughs> pretty good. <laughs>
0: so Aberlauer, I will say, for the scotch and everything, it's definitely better than the other one we tried. Okay, Glenfiddich 12-year. Yep. I will say scotch isn't my thing. I like something a little more bold, a little more flavor to it, a little more body. Yep. Karen um, for sure, without a doubt, makes a difference when it comes to actually smelling and tasting a whiskey. The one thing I'd, I'm not sure if I like about it, is the initial taste on your tongue from a Glen Cairn? it's like you smell it, you taste it, it's not what you think it's going to be, and then you can actually get the flavor from it.
1: Oh, okay, because the nose and the palate are different. I feel like
0: the nose is weaker on a, on a short glass, so then when you first taste it, it's like, boom, there it is, plus the flavor to back it up.
1: Okay, I see what you're saying. Those yeah. are my thoughts on it. Yeah, that totally makes sense to me. I I agree with what you said, and I would say that. So first off, thoughts on Aberlour. Now that I have compared it to Glenfiddich, which I previously loved, I will say Aberlour is worth the money, and it has a a pretty complex palette compared to other Speyside single malts that I've had. Um, I think it's probably the double cask maturing. And I'm excited to try it when I'm in a different palette condition because today it was just not scratching the itch, uh, but I'm excited to try it later. What I'll say about the glasses is I'll agree with you. So the Glen Cairn, if you're trying to do a tasting, like a blind tasting, or you're trying to get the notes from it or something, Glen Cairn without a doubt because you can the nose. Yes, you can actually pick out what's there. Yeah. If you aren't worried about that, and more specifically, you're just worried about the taste. Maybe you
0: got friends over and
1: you're just hanging
0: out. Maybe the lowball because you like that base flavor. Yes, that's where it's at. If you like that. Cinnamon, or I didn't taste cinnamon. <laughs> yeah, just a little. um If you like that, just fruitiness, in just that one. caramel, just that toffee flavor. Yeah. If you want those two notes, you take it from you take it from a short glass.
1: Exactly, because you're gonna get that base flavor. You're not gonna do a professional tasting. You're not gonna succeed probably in a blind tasting. But if you're hanging out, you got friends over, whatever. You just want that base flavor, then you do the low ball. I would say, yeah that's all I have to say about that topic. But if you drink out of either a lowball or a Glencairn, hopefully this helped you out to know like which one you should do or what scenario you should do it in. Everybody who's been listening for a while knows I'm a big Glencairn guy, mainly because when you're doing real tastings, a tulip-shaped glass is incredibly helpful. And this goes – we've been saying Glencairn because I always use Glencairns because it was the first one I was introduced to. But this goes for pretty much any tulip-shaped glass where they have yep. that shape.
0: Um so without a doubt and i really didn't think it was going to make or i did i thought it was going to make a difference but i didn't think it was going to make this much of a difference
1: oh for sure on the nose yeah yeah i saw your face whenever you took that first smell Uh and i was like yep he gets it yeah (laughs) Yeah, because it it really does just concentrate it all into that little area you don't have to get your nose down in it at all you can be above the lip of the glass big difference so this is that uh, plug for Glen Cairns. if you're into doing tastings like we do. And let me know if you guys like Aberlour. A couple of you guys already have. As I mentioned, totally I was baffled by my palate condition here because I did not <laughs> even like the Glenfiddich 12. So I'm excited to try this in a different palate condition and see if I like it more. But that's just a testament to whatever you eat and what time of day it is. All those sorts of things can really affect your review of it. But that's all that we've got for the show today. Do you got anything else that you want to say to the people?
0: No, thanks for having me on. And uh, if we if we do this again, let's do it with a bourbon, a strong you can, you bourbon. Can stick with Bryce for something a little more We'd like this. <laughs> okay.
1: Oh wow, Bryce gets the yeah. weak drinks. So yep. Yeah, he's gonna hear this. You know? He might
0: cough even on this.
1: <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Good to know. I got oh, you. By
0: the way, happy birthday, Bryce.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. This will this will be a little bit after his birthday when it comes out. But hey, happy birthday, Bryce. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I'll, I'll pencil you in for the next strong bourbon. Mm-hmm. Okay. There we go. <laughs> I got Knock you down. my socks off. Good to know. Maybe, uh, maybe this March madness bracket when we get it done, whatever bourbon wins, we'll do something Absolutely. like that. That's all that we've got for the show today. So as always guys, learn to drink, drink to learn. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Whiskey Noobs. If you like the show, please make sure that you tell anyone you know who you think would be interested in the hobby or in the podcast. That way we can help to spread the word and continue to grow. Please also make sure to review the show on Apple Podcasts and share our posts on Instagram at whiskey underscore noobs or on TikTok at whiskey noobs podcast. Uh, It only takes a couple of minutes and it really does a lot to help spread the word and grow the podcast. Also, there is an email list for the show. If you'd like to join, you can just send an email to whiskeynoobspodcast whiskey noobs podcast at gmail.com and in the subject line put email list i will add you to the list and then you'll be updated every month with the whiskeys that we will be drinking on the show throughout the month that way you can drink right along with us and see if you're getting the same notes once again thank you so much for listening to the show the whiskey noobs podcast does not support underage or otherwise irresponsible consumption of alcohol